Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast. It's our second one back in the pub at the Gladstone Arms with me and Peter. Hello, Peter. Hey, Russ. How you doing? Uh, All right, not too bad. And there's a man I've known for quite a while, but we haven't done the podcast in person ever. So it's a debut in person, I suppose you could call it, for one of our regular contributors, Andy Bravery. How are you doing, Andy? Hello, Russ. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. You can finally see me in 3D. You are 3D. I can confirm he is 3D, (laughs) everybody. (laughs) And we're back at the Gladstone. We're back in the lovely uh, Balcony Terrace to record our um, second Euros podcast, effectively. But very sadly, with no Hepcat. No Hepcat, yeah. Peter's had a spasm uh... when he came in. (laughs) Discovering there's no Hepcat on time. Very upsetting day. Yeah, he's going to war, but luckily we've got two tribes here to uh, to sort that one out. (laughs) I apologise to all our listeners for my terrible puns, as usual. And I can also confirm two tribes is very nice. It is very nice, actually. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm sure one of many that we might have tonight. Um, Anyway, yeah, episode 149, the second one of our Euros, plus other bits of footy news. Um, We'll get into the um, the Euro stuff later. We'll probably start with a few bits of Albion news, shall we? So, boys... um, Graham Potter potentially off to Spurs. Um, Spurs 134th uh, attempt at a manager potentially here. Nuno also in the running. I think they're joint favourites last time I heard. Um, what do you think about it? Andy, let's go to you first, shall we? Now, while I can admire you in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, from the start, I've always feared that he might go. And I remember talking about it a long time ago and, you know, people going, oh, no, he won't go, he won't go, he won't go. And me saying that, you know the the big jobs. You only get one chance at those. Yeah. Often you can't say no if they come looking for him in a serious way. He's at least got to give them the time of day. I think he would go. Um, you know that he knows he's not he, he knows he's not the number one choice, but he knows he probably wasn't going to get. You know he was never going to be the number one choice. I think if he gets a chance, he'll take it. Depends on whether the rumours are and the betting really kind of adds up to actually what's really going on. Yeah. But, um, you know, you just kind of hope from our point of view that we are working behind the scenes to make sure we've got a replacement. Who that would be, I've got no idea. We usually do have plans, don't we, for any any replacements across the board, really. Once, I mean, it is a bit different. You're right, it's different to, say, Palace, who are also seemingly 
failing to get a manager and I mean it's a bit different for them if they're if they're on to their third or fourth choices it's not so great Spurs you could get away with it depending on who, who the manager is but. yeah I mean I, I, for me Palace either they've got somebody and he's involved with the Euros or it just doesn't add up at the moment because they knew that Roy was going mm. they've they, you know, they've got a director of sport um, and I'm not going to mention his name um, <laughs> and um you know, at if the you moment, do mispronounce and, and they, it to annoy him. Yeah, exactly. And they've got, you know, they've got ten players out of contract. Mm. You'd think they'd want to get somebody in to start, you know, getting some order around there. So they're either in complete chaos, or their number one choice is just, you know, they're doing things behind the scene, and number one choice is coming. Mm. But um, there's rumours that it's um, the former Dortmund manager Lucien Favre, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and if that's true, that would be annoying because they basically fallen basically by being rejected by a number of people into actually quite a good managerial option. Mm. Although, as with Roy, he's quite old. I think he's like 60s, I think, or something like that. He didn't didn't really succeed as much as they were hoping either of Dortmund. I guess he is a good manager. He did okay, though. He was a top four league for a while. I mean, he got to the second, which is probably the most they can do, realistically, seeing as they sell all their best players to to Bayern Munich. I'm not sure there's an awful lot more you could do. All the Palace fans really want is they want some of their younger players to be given a chance. Mm. So I don't know if if he fits that. um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But he's, he's a bit older, so he may not... He may be more a solid choice to them. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand why either they didn't give, they didn't let let Roy go last summer really, because uh, then they could have a year with like, stability with a new manager, and then have the problem of like ten players out of contract when the person yeah. had settled in, and they could decide who they wanted to keep. I, I wonder whether they were scared to let go of Roy because they knew that Roy pretty much guaranteed them another yeah. year, another year, another year in the, in the Premiership. It is a bit like Alex Ferguson syndrome, isn't it? You, you knew it was coming eventually, and when it did, it was always going to be a bit awkward to break off and. And suffer the jarring effect of a, a change of regime yeah, where, yeah. where there's something solid and settled. In this case, not winning titles on a regular basis, but you know they're in a certain position. You kind yeah. of felt they were always being. I mean, in terms of the Euros, you might be on the onto a thing there. Maybe they have lined up their new manager from the Euros. Maybe it's um, 100% record holder Frank the Bird. Could be him, couldn't he? He's quite good, apparently. <laughs> I can't believe that they're that organised. To be honest with you, I think it's just chaos reigns. Yeah. Somehow did, they're yeah. bumbled their way through, and they'll still, right, be, they'll, they'll, they'll still beat us. Yeah. And they'll still be a the <laughs> Yeah, despite the fact somehow. we've outplayed them twice. We've got 65,000 shots to their two, and they somehow win one 0 in both games. And we had deflected goals that, in fact, they won't even have a shot on target. They'll just have it hit the bar, and I'll keep it hit. We'll yeah. hit um, Sancho and go in like the Stockdale ones at Norwich. Yeah. Back on Potter, I actually, mm. I agree with Andy. I think he probably will go if he if he's a. How many English managers get jobs at top six clubs? Much as Tottenham have been rubbish, they weren't top six. Well, ironically, Roy Hodgson's name comes back up. Yeah, that one, and that well, exactly. didn't go well. I was going to say before yeah. Lampard, who obviously they had a reason yeah. for appointing him, and Chelsea had a bit of a weird season in the sense yeah. they weren't able to buy anyone, so it was a bit less of an option yeah. to go anywhere. They, they, there weren't that many, I don't think. I think probably Hodgson was the previous yeah. one. The only other ones are kind of home nations, but non-English, isn't it? Yeah. Like David Moyes with or the Dal United Bleach, back to when Liverpool. Dal Bleach and, and Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I guess there the aren't many. I guess the other thing is, well, Levy doesn't like to spend money. Yeah. So if somebody, if you know, if you want to bring someone in who, who's going to try and develop the players and and get you organised, mm. then Potter might be your man. On the other hand, I suppose, and he'll be cheap. Yeah, although he won't be that cheap in terms of I think Bloom will charge him an awful lot of money at this stage. Well, yeah, yeah. So and and a lot, you know, he's obviously got a long contract, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I have obviously been relatively critical. I think compared to most people on the pod of, of Potter, and I have, mm. I do have concerns still, even though we had a good relatively positive finish the season, and I. I think a lot will come down also to whether we'll get we have the resources to give him the mm. what he needs, and he. I don't think any many people will question he undoubtedly needs another striker. 
are one who's going to score more goals, even more so if Danny Welbeck doesn't sign his contract. Is there going to be, will we need two strikers or at least two more attackers? If the bunny's not there, I, and I was Potter, I would look at that and say, well, Tony yeah. Bloom's actively saying we want the top 10 next season in the, in the press, but he's not happy to, to back it. I would say, well, actually, you know, he's not, he can't back it or whatever, whatever the, the problem, they're not having a go at Tony Bloom, but I would say, well, actually, fair enough, I'm going to take the money from Tottenham and, you know, it'll be make or break for him, really, won't it? Mm. If it? If it doesn't work out, he'll be probably back down to our level or championship and maybe be a, a long time before he gets a bigger chance. Yeah, and what, one, if it works out for him, it could be a career-defining moment. One twist yeah. is, um, if we did get, um, if he did move out and we did have a good line, a good manager lined up, and we got quite a hefty amount for Graham Potter, maybe that resolves the issue of needing to sell one of the players. Maybe we, ironically, hang on to both Basuma and White. Who knows? I mean, Unlikely, it may, but yeah. it's possible. It makes you wonder whether actually he is going to Tottenham and the delay is the fact that we're, we're waiting to get our ducks lined up and get our player, our yeah. manager in. Yeah. You know. I mean, I Who personally, I, don't know. I think he'll stay, to be honest. I personally think he'll stay. It does depend if he's offered the job, um, obviously, first of all, yeah. um, for a decision to be made. Uh, I don't know if he's speaking to them, whether he will speak to them. Yeah. I hope he stays. I yeah. want him to stay. I do. I do think with you know if we can somehow resolve the goals, whether that's just forwards or you yeah. know a different formation in the midfield, then I think we could we could take off and he could get us in the top ten, and then he then he is in the window yeah. for a top six. Yeah, I, top agree, six, I agree, and I think you know. if the if the resources are there, given the situation at Tottenham, he may well decide. Actually, I'd rather stay because Tottenham obviously got yeah. he obviously, Levy is obviously trying to hold on to Kane, but Kane doesn't want to stay and all that sort of thing, and that could end up with a you know if he's putting his his you know kind of his, his reputation on the line to say Kane will stay and then Kane doesn't actually want to commit that much, it could be a bit of an issue. And so I I think he will potentially stay, and it hopefully is the resource, especially by the Nicholas Gonzalez yeah. bid last week. I'm hoping there is the resource there, even if it does mean selling Ben White who. I genuinely do think we can replace in the squad in the team if everyone's fit with a better option in Beltman yeah. and play Lamptey at right wing back. I mean, I actually think the team improves in the short term. I'm not doubting Ben White's potential, um, but I think I, I would choose Ben. I would choose Webster, Duncan, Beltman over White, given the choice. Um, yeah. For the centre half to start the season, if Lamptey's back at right wing back. Yeah. So I mean, I think in a way he is the one a lot more than Bissouma who we can afford to lose at this stage, and a lot more than Lamptey or Sanchez. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned um, moving subjects, uh, Nicholas Gonzalez. We um, since the last podcast had a bid for him, twenty-five million euros or thereabouts. Um, a similar bid also accepted by uh, Stuttgart from Fiorentina. Um, it, much as a lot of people were saying he, he was supposedly favouring the Premier League, it does sound like he's moving to Fiorentina. Yeah. I don't know if that's been confirmed yet. But no, I think he's still at the uh, Copper America, yeah. so I think it'll, it'll be confirmed yeah. I mean, once he's back. He didn't want to come last year, uh, or. or, or the possible proposed yeah. offer didn't happen last year. Yeah, I think he didn't. We didn't, wasn't accepted last year. We were a bit apart last yeah. year on, on so, yeah. money. So this year, you know, he scored six goals. He only played 15 games, but six goals in 15 is a pretty good record. The downside is um, essentially the problem of uh, injuries. That's why he didn't play many games. But his ratio of scoring, uh, often as a wide attacker, was pretty good. A bit disappointed to miss out on him. Apparently, we've been preparing or working on bids for several weeks um, to try and get that deal done. So pretty frustrating yeah, it's, it's frustrating to miss out to a team who haven't got a manager at the moment it's interesting yeah. that Fiorentina yeah. a, spent that much money when I think Italian football is relatively bankrupt at the moment yeah. 
to, to spend that much money on a on a player, which probably would mean they're your star player almost. Exactly. When your manager's even got a manager, and also for him to go choose them over us. But suggestion I heard is there's about two or three players in the Argentinian squad who are at Fiorentina. Yeah. yeah. And that might have made might have swung the difference. It's a shame that Alexis McAllister wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's got buddies in both places. Mates. Yeah. People like Batistuta. Exactly. There's a history, there. isn't there, with yeah. Fiorentina? I think, yeah. I think as well, if you look at it culturally, I would imagine that, that Italian culture is a bit closer yeah. to Argentinian it culture. Is. Than Why would you want to go to Florence? It's an awful place, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing to see you do there, there, isn't it? A bit old-fashioned. <laughs> no history or anything <laughs> like that. You know. you know, with a river down there. Yeah. Yeah. What a rubbish place Building, that is. Buildings on the bridge. You know, like, <laughs> it's a bit old, yeah, isn't it? They paint pictures. They don't play football. They say it's the Croydon of Italy. I think that's more like Turin. They couldn't even decide on a colour for their Duomo, could they? <laughs> white, black, white, black, don't I? Uh, <laughs> no, it's a great yeah. place. And, and, and Passarella, I think it was, it was one of, yeah, one of the yeah, other former. Right. Yeah, you're right. And as you say, Bastardo was there for a long time, wasn't he? Yeah. Was yeah. Their record yeah. Almost yeah. Name, so. so you can't blame him in a sense. But yeah, although is... they're not the team they were then. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty much similar to us in terms of stature in the champion, the league, relevant league at the moment. Although, yeah. obviously, historically, a much bigger club. Yeah. Um, but at the moment they're like yeah bottom half aren't they and kind of struggling a bit yeah. so. sunshine's more there now yeah I mean definitely does yeah. Brian is a nice place to live within the UK but if you've got Florence if you've got Fiorentina so, yeah. as an option I, I think uh, I read it somewhere on Twitter you know, like, where you could either be in Florence or you could be in Port Slade so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fair shout to be fair. Yeah, I mean the Euros is going on. We've, we've got the England game tonight, by the way, it's, uh, which we'll be watching later, and we're doing a, an appendix to this uh, podcast afterwards. Maybe I think a bit more safety, yes, possibly. Yeah, and poss- hopefully happier uh, rather than more depressed. Who knows? Um, well, at least we know we'll be through. We are through regardless due to other results. We're guaranteed at least a third place qualifying position. More on the Euros later. Good to hear we've got some emergency vehicles again. Wonderful, yeah. I imagine that London Bridge area it's will all, be quite busy It's authentic. Yeah, it's, it's authentic. definitely London and authentic, yeah. We're, we're definitely near Borough High Street, you know yeah. that, man. <laughs> it'll, it'll definitely be uh, interesting around London yeah. Bridge tonight, I imagine. Absolutely. We'll, we'll get into the Euros, our summary of um, the second round of games and a few other bits from the first round later on. But there is another competition going on, which is, of course, the Copper America um, and there's a bit of an Albion connection there of course Caicedo has gone off for the tournament uh, to, to join up with Ecuador um, I think Ecuador. I've had a Ecuador <laughs> had a couple of uh, draws and I think did they lose the other game yeah I think um, they lost no I think I think they've only drawn they only drawn two or if they got yeah. I don't know but yeah they, they drew in the last minute yeah. to Venezuela it's on BBC iPlayer I've not had a chance to catch no, up with any. I'm going to watch it during the, uh, the quiet period after the Euros I think and catch up then but um I mean, he's doing doing fine. He's getting experience, which is good. Having not played much football, obviously he's fresher, I yeah. guess, as well, which well, is good for I, him. I, th- I don't know if it was if it was Naylor or Owen, but one, Brian Owen from the Argus. But one of them was actually saying that one of the um, the slight detractions is the fact that he hasn't actually played enough minutes, mm. and therefore over there the feeling is he's not as fit as he normally is. Yeah. He's not quite performing to the same level, but. Yeah, good experience for him. Yeah, it's all and, good. Um, yeah, I mean, it bodes well for the future for us. And he's not the only British-based player playing in the Copper because, very obviously, former Nottingham Forest player Ben Brereton, now at Blackburn Rovers, the obvious choice, he's playing over there for Chile. Because it turns out his mum is, is full-on uh, authentic Chilean by origins and um, they've sourced whatever they could to get players for positions. He's only gone and scored as well, hasn't he? Quite a good goal too. Uh, in one of the games over there so I think it might have been against Argentina I can't remember but anyway um, yeah 
bit of a bizarre one. I actually quite rated him when he was at Forest. I thought there he was quite a good many player. Blackburn Ravens players probably played at Cop America historically. No. Although it's maybe when they were winning, winning the league, they might have been. Yeah. But. Do you think a lot of Blackburn fans are not watching much of the Euros? They're just watching the Copper now <laughs> on the iPlayer. It's probably likely, isn't it? Um, well, one player who is playing at the Euros, uh, Albion related, well, there's a few of them. Trossard played yeah. for um, Belgium. He got 70, his game. 75 minutes last night. 75 played. minutes, yes. Yeah. At right wing back, right. bizarrely, considering he's one of the few players to not play right wing back for, for Albion. For the Albion, yeah. <laughs> but, but for somebody who has played as a wing back, even though he's not one, is Morda, who was playing, I think he came on as a late subsidy in the first game. Yeah. But he started this second match. Um, played most of the game. He did get a yellow in conceding a penalty, which, contrary to some friends, on WhatsApp groups who seem to be saying it wasn't a penalty I'm pretty sure that was and the yellow's probably about fair um, yeah. the problem with that is he got a bit of a knee injury we have since heard I think through Andy Naylor on Twitter yeah. I think it was at the same yeah. and they've done a scan it's not as bad as yeah. it might have been and it was actually there was a debate about whether he might actually be fit to play against Sweden so, yeah. Yeah, so it's, there's yeah, only a doubt for that game rather than being like one, out one, for the next six months without being cynical if they get knocked out it's quite good timing you can rest that knee down yeah. if that happens but anyway sorry. One, no, one thing that struck me about about watching him in that game was actually mm. the quality of his corners yeah, I think, you know, I think yeah. um, we might have a we might have a replacement for Gross though. At yeah, the, uh, I mean, right into that six yard box. Really good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looked really good from that point of view. Is he better than Harry Kane at corners though? Because he's pretty good, isn't he at corners? Yeah. Yeah, but I just think <laughs> Harry should be in the middle heading them in, whereas well, probably Modo. Well, Roy well, disagrees. Modo is six foot two or something, isn't he? So yeah, I quite like the idea of him in six foot. Yeah, six foot two. Yeah, yeah, I don't one. really have much sense of him at the moment though, in terms of hmm. his aerial ability. Can we clone him? Can we clone him so there's two of them? Yeah. Maybe maybe that one of them. And the fact he was playing <laughs> centre midfield. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting because obviously we're all wondering whether Basuma's definitely going or not yeah. or staying. So, and yeah. um, and if he goes, are we going to kind of you know is Potter if Potter stays? So if we're going, are we staying? If Potter stays, is he going to like reconfigure figure the um, the midfield? Yeah. And is that where Modder's going to play? This is the know? thing. We've been I hope, I'd like to see him there because he's definitely, you know, shown real potential so far when playing mostly out of position. So yeah. I think he's a cracking player, and he's going to get better and better. He's a young lad he's, still. He's only like twenty-two. Isn't yeah, it's yeah. great. It's, it's really good. I think six billion pounds like that, which is looking a bit of a bargain. I think it was Ashford for saying was highlighting him in the, one of the one of mm. the various papers the other day as the one who was almost an example of the bargains we can pick up in Europe and that sort of thing, and kind of with only costing six million pounds and already looking quite good value. Yeah, as I said, um, in part two we'll get into the Euros. Uh, football news in general, though, to sum this up. Right, first of all, a quote. It was actually I, I should have mentioned it on the last episode. Amusingly, Gaza apparently has been um, quoted talking about Tony, uh, not Tony Grealish, Jack Grealish, slippery Jack. Um, he's apparently said he really rates him, but he just wishes that he would put his fu- pull his fucking socks up. To quote. <laughs> Literally, I think he meant in the uh, in the physical sense. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love it. You gotta love a bit of Gaza, haven't you? It's that time of year, twenty-five year anniversary, dentist chair and all. Um, yeah, you gotta gotta love it. I, I, do you think he's gonna play tonight? Out of interest, by the way, in the England game. Yeah, Gaza, not Gaza, no. <laughs> And not Tony Grealish, either. <laughs> there you go, Jack. Gazzler and Tony Grealish in midfield together. <laughs> kind of a That'd be good midfield, midfield, to be fair, yeah. Although, <laughs> I don't think Tony Grealish qualified, did he? Or did he? Maybe he might have done. He played for Ireland, but he might have Republic of Ireland, qualified for both. Who knows? But no, Jack Grealish well, might have played back in that yeah, day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's, who's going to be there. He's a popular guy. I'm sure people have um, bought... I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful because Mount's out as part yeah. of the COVID-3. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that Grealish gets a game. And this could be that kind of moment where... Where it all falls into place, yeah. 
and it's more through luck than judgment. Yeah. yeah. You know? My well, ideal situation is that Grealish is brilliant for England, takes us to the final, in, in doing so, wins <laughs> a penalty, dives, <laughs> and uh, wins a penalty, but somehow VAR missed it. He then we then score the penalty, win it, but in guilt, Grealish then retires from football <laughs> permanently for like kind of forever. I thought you were going to say he's going to get an anterior cruciate. No, no, I, I don't. I don't wish injury on people. Spinner. I yeah, just okay. wish guilt for making him retire, <laughs> retire for good. Yeah, I mean, feel bad about it. I mean, certainly Seagulls over London. I made it quite clear that you know I I, I really rate him. I, I think he's in terms of what he does when he gets the ball, and he runs at players. You know, he is he's the best we've had since there is Gaza. It creates confusion in the box, it creates space and for yeah. people like Harry Kane that's really helpful. I, I think there's no one who can do what he does. Not just for the should be in. not just for the, the socks down element of the and the child size shin pads that he must have borrowed from Gaston Ramirez, but for the fact that in general I think he is there's something old fashioned about him, isn't there? He's an old style swaggering kind of bit like George Best, he kind of just Swaggers about, he gets kicked, he doesn't care about. He's old fashioned because we don't make players like that. Yeah. There's, a, there's a guy, yeah. um, Pete Sturgis, right? Pete Sturgis, he's the FA lead for. Um, yeah, sorry, Karen. He's yeah. <laughs> in the team news. We'll come to that later. <laughs> we just see the team news and it's marvellous. Greenish is in, is it? as right, is Saka as well. Um, so, what I'm saying is, is that um, yeah. Pete Sturgis, he's the lead, he's lead at uh, the FA for foundation stage 5 to 12, right? Yeah. And what he talks about is that is that we've created all these players in the past. We're very good at passing. Um, we show a lot of commitment. Physically very able, but never comfortable on the ball, and never comfortable running. You know, um, running with the ball, taking players on. And he has a bit of a man crush crushing on um, um, Grealish, and um, and I'm with him basically. You know, I watch all of his I watch all of his videos. I listen to his podcast. I try and implement it with my under tens. You know, but Grealish has got something that no one else has got, and you can just see the the boy just wants yeah. give me the ball, yeah. and I'll make things happen. And on and and it just felt against Scotland that for whatever reason, no one else was saying that, and he should have been on after like he should you have, have to give him time. the ball. Yeah, and yeah. he's, he's and he needs it in that final third. I, what what I kind of thought about that game against Scotland was. I don't know whether it was what Scotland were doing or what we were doing, but it did remind me of when we played when we played against him against Villa and Veltman, and Veltman kind of basically pinned him on the halfway line. On the halfway line, he can't do anything. Yeah. In the final third, yeah. he's just trouble, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's and it. he's he, English in trouble. And, yeah, exactly. And it's great, it. and much of him might not like it. You know, he's going, he's got to win a certain free kick, certain set pieces. Yeah. Uh, he's elegant on the ball. He's got finesse. He's got. Uh, a, a spindly element to him where you just don't know where the ball's going to go and he could drag players out of position as simple I, can't, as that. I can't remember the name of the guy but the, spindly the, the, the jack, Scottish, the, uh, jack. The Scottish <laughs> defender that was defending him had, um, yeah. had um, been kind of getting some tips beforehand yeah. and um, and apparently like the way to play against him was just to compliment him so apparently during the game he was going oh I like your hair <laughs> you've got lovely you've got lovely calves you have you know, <laughs> you know. I'll do that again, you know. Says it worked. So there you go. Is he the second handsomest player in the England team after obviously handsome Ben? Well, on Twitter, I leave that to people like Chloe to, uh, oh, yeah. to comment. I really couldn't comment on that. Yeah, Albion fan Chloe. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, one person who we talked about the Spurs job earlier. One person I wouldn't mind going to Spurs to keep to allow us to keep Graham is uh, is Bielsa. I genuinely think that would be a good fit. He's he's employed though elsewhere at a, a club close to Peter's heart. Um, Bielsa is very much folklore in Leeds. There's murals on walls, but not just that. We've got gnomes. You could buy gnomes in the club shop. I'm sure Peter's already ordered his. Um, anyway, 
as he genuinely does like the manager. If, if, I, if, if I was like a Leeds him. fan, I'd have a gnome. I'd definitely have definitely a gnome if I was definitely. a Leeds fan. Yeah. No doubt about it. I'm not sure Graham suits the, the gnome market, does he, as much? Well, no, he hasn't got a dustbin, has he, to sit on? He needs something like... You need, you need a prop, <laughs> basically, I think and then it, it all works. He also is the ideal one, though, because, I mean, he doesn't spend a lot of tea, time at Tick Club, so he's a bit nomadic, so... Oh, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, worse than my yeah. fun. That's, that's unforgivable. Oh, I like it, actually. That's I good. just came up with that scene, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, on the spot. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would I still think not. they should provide buckets, though, just for people to buy. Definitely. Like, a, a, a replica... Bielsa bucket so you can just sit in your garden we could take it in the stadium have a safe seating you know they they are missing the trick there aren't they they are missing the trick in the lower league days you know you can stand on it and you're a child you know hey guys hey how's it going all right yes all good how are you yeah not too bad we've got sorry i didn't say hi earlier i was just Sort of oh, not a problem. Great to see you Great on England's England match nights. You gonna watch the match today? Yeah, yeah, we're in the room yeah. next door. Oh, yeah, right. yeah it should Can be great. Some drinks? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, probably. Tribes, please. The two tribes, yeah. um, I might try something else just for the random yeah. part of it. What, whatever you recommend. Uh, an IPA. Yeah. Uh, okay. IPA is good. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Is that is actually a beer? Is that one you've got downstairs? So I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Andy's well, that's, that's, that's just a random glass. Indiscriminate drinks, yeah. Then I'll have whatever <laughs> you get okay. in. Hello, hello. We're back with part two then. We are uh, suitably relubricated, and we're here to talk now about the Euros. Firstly, a quick summary of some stuff from the first round of games, uh, bits we missed and bits that have happened since. On Altovic, a uh, race row and a one-match ban, which since, of course, elapsed and he's, he's, he's sat that one out. Um, something to do with, uh, I think he was giving it to the North Macedonians, wasn't he? Over, over his goal celebration. Bit unsavoury, don't know much more about it. He's a bit of a spiky character. No more to say, really, on that one. Uh, Raheem Sterling, of course, scoring a tournament goal at last. And it's uh, 523 yards from where he grew up. We're hoping he's going to get another goal tonight. Um, it's a brilliant story, though, isn't it? He? He's almost literally a stone's throw away from the ground. Yeah. Uh, really, as a local boy, he's a, he's a good effort for, for the game. He's a good role model. Good to see. Um, one person who missed out, Lingard. Uh, he was seen wearing a Declan Rice England top and a parrot on his shoulder, as you do. Have you done that uh, watching games in bars here, Peter? I, I haven't Andy done that, but Lawrence? I can honestly tell you that the weekend I was in a, uh, in a bar in Whitstable and some guy told me about uh, suggesting that we give the dog, the dog we have with us beer. And uh, he said that he had a, he had a mate who, uh, who gave his parrot gin. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a slight off, you know. Just a quick sidetrack there as well. I, I'm quite a big fan of um, Smith, um, no, Sip, Sip Smith's gin. I'll get it right. And I'm not slurring for beer reasons. I've just got tangled up. Sip Smith's gin. They've got a new advert for their Wimbledon tournament. Their, their uh, sponsors. It's quite amusing. I do like their adverts. Very good marketing. Anyway, um, that's enough about that. Um, John Motson apparently um, was appearing on tube station announcements at Wembley Park and thereabouts uh, on the uh, the event of the uh, all over London. I think. He's oh, was like, it all yeah, over? Yeah. I've heard it in like brilliant. in Charlton or whatever. Same announcement. Yeah, brilliant. You got even he's retired. He's, he's still out there, isn't he? <laughs> still, you've got to love a bit of motto. Yeah. So there we go. Um, Denzel Dumfries I just want to mention his name really he yeah. started off as a shining light for, for the Dutch he's, he's done pretty well wing back or, or whatever um, never mind about that he's, what a great name how the hell has he ended up with that sounds a like a character from um, Only Fools and Horses <laughs> <laughs> you can see yeah oh yeah all good yeah. we might order some food actually yeah yeah. Order it now, yeah yeah let's order it now we're going to pause for a bit of food order. 
Right, that's food orders sorted. Sorry about that slight interruption. And um, and Andy, you're glad all over, aren't you? Living here in Palace Territory, he's ordered a pint of glad. I'm thinking yeah, you're turning, sir. Don't hear that song very often these days. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about Denzel Dumfries of, of Holland. Great name. We know Scotland are going to support if they get knocked out now, don't we? Based on that. Um, Rudiger. By... I mean, some t- another oh, team. On, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think Austria have got Fred Aberdeen as well, haven't they? Have so... they? <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, that would be good. Can you imagine it? That would be so good. I'll fall for anything. Right, Rudiger is the latest player to fight at an international tournament, apparently. Although not really. Not like Luis Suarez did. With a nibble, rather than bite. He had a nibble. Why Why do it? I think I think coaches might go out and say, "Look, you're you're out there. You're up against Pogba. Just have a little bit of a nibble." I don't think they mean literally. <laughs> he took it a bit too. Quite unhealthy about that. And there was a paraglider, wasn't there, on the pitch in one game? Was that was that right? Or yeah. am I imagining that? And he landed on the um, the, the camera thing, whatever it's called. <laughs> so I forgot about that and landed on it. Apparently, yeah. it was chaos. There was the Pavard fiasco, the head injury. There was a bit of a fuss about that. FIFA pro criticism. The other one was good. Was uh, Poland when they was it Poland scored the goal? Yeah, I think it was Poland, and they jumped over the barriers and started knocking off stuff from the table where the public announcer was uh, for the for the game. There's a woman randomly sitting at a table about the size of this table. No, none of our listeners can see, but an ordinary size kitchen table, should we say? Just listen to the reference. Russ is also measuring it out. <laughs> yeah, with his I'm, hand I'm measuring well. it out with my hand. Yeah. And also saying, like, spent an hour guessing it was. I think it's Sweden, but uh, it might have been. Yeah, there was a game. Yeah, where, but it really like she was. Ah, that yeah, and then shocked, and then she realised, oh, it's a goal celebration. Okay, fair enough, no problem. I'll pick that stuff up. You knocked off the table in a minute. And how does she not know there'd been a goal scored in the stadium in which she's sitting right by the touchline in the corner somewhere? Very random. I don't know what that. Was. I, I felt that was a sketch. Maybe she's doing a podcast like you. And she's <laughs> <just> <laughs> <constantly> <laughs> professional and forgot to actually like watch what was going on in the game. Background noise suddenly on my podcast. What's going yeah. on? Maybe she's been drinking for a few hours. Can a bit you like imagine? You as well. we, we, we're interrupting. This podcast because uh, Lewandowski suddenly jumped over some barriers and landed next to us. But it felt like a Monty Python sketch. It was really surreal, very surreal. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that was the last round of games. Let's talk about the second round of games and we'll get up to date with. We're recording this on Tuesday, 22nd, so we're into the early stages of the third round, well, halfway through the third round of um, fixtures. But the second round of games, um, a quick summary of things. Um, first, to mention Wales. Um, before the Italy game, had a 63% win rate in their Euros history, which I think was only better by one other team of, of a similar situation where they've hardly played but done quite well. Quite impressive. We'd be happy with that, wouldn't we? Well, yeah, apparently one of the teams who beat them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, England, second game not so good as the first. We beat Croatia, got the job done 1-0. Second game, of course, against the old enemy, um, a poor draw. Scotland, the better side. They they were better tactically and more effort and Scotland wanted it more than that. Yeah, and they could have won. Typical, really, though. Other yeah. than the fact it was nil-nil, I think it's about the fourth time ever it's been a nil-nil draw. Yeah, you know why it went wrong, though, don't you? Of course, everybody. I'm sure you've heard. Jack In- Greenish wasn't playing. Jack Green, slippery Jack wasn't playing. That's one of the reasons. Man crush. Uh, and um, England's record at tournaments now stands at, and I quote: BBC played 22. Won 15, drawn 3, lost 4. ITV played 24, won 4, drawn 12 and lost 8. And what channel are we on today? ITV. Get in! <laughs> <laughs> what but could go through. wrong? Let's but just stay through. here and do a podcast. <laughs> we are through and we're all going for the BBC for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been another thing, actually. England chances in the games. We had Foden hit the post in the early on. 
we had stones hit the post early on. We've, we've started well technically and we could have snatched the lead in both games at an early stage. I know we did win the Croatia game, but the Scotland match could have been very different, couldn't it? If we'd have happened to snatch that early chance. Could have been a bit different. She scored. Yeah. Um, Don't would have scored that. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Well, he without sin should cast the first stones, really. So uh... and Webster, <laughs> any of that lot. Um, there's been a fuss about rainbows, isn't there? Manuel Neuer wore a, I think it was Neuer wore a. Uh, is he the captain of Germany? I think. Yeah. Right. He had an armband in rainbow colours, obviously in support of you know diversity and everything else. Um, and there was nothing said at first. Eventually, it ended in UEFA doing an investigation into it. You know, I mean, political, isn't it's it? all right it's though because uh, you have to take everything really seriously. You know, they're they're really focused on racism and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But yet, someone tries to do something for you know diversity and other things as you as you put so easy, classy, easy targets. <laughs> them, you know, it's you, you get fined a million pounds for suggesting that you're like you know ho- not homophobic, but you if you're racist, you get like a ten pound fine and you get like part of your, a, a two seats of your ground shut for a game. Yeah. Speaking of easy targets, it's, it's, I'm going to have a go at you, Wafer, again. It's absolutely <laughs> pathetic, isn't it? Endorsements and corporate corporate stuff like the Nicholas Bentner thing, you know, getting fined for showing his under, underwear, whatever. Um, I mean, but, they should find Nicholas Bentner for everything he does anyway. Yeah, He's yeah. a bit of a prat, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's a fair, <laughs> fair point. But in general, it's, I mean, there's far more emphasis on anything to do with money, isn't there? And, you know, we mentioned Mexico, two-game ban for... Uh, for fans, for homophobia, that's at the very least that should be happening. For, for things like that, racism and other stuff, it's, they are spineless to say the least, aren't they? And much as they took a stand against the Super League because it was in their interest to do so, they're, they're pathetic on other matters, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Simple yeah. as that. Um, anyway, the tournament. So we're into the, um, we had the second round of games. I'm trying to find my place now. Talk us through the second round of games, Peter. What, what were your highlights and lowlights of, um, of that? England, obviously, we've already mentioned is the lowlight. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, to be honest, I was in a <laughs> pub without Wi-Fi in, uh, on Friday, so I actually only followed it through through Fee's phone, which is quite easy, <laughs> and through mates texting me. So it's kind Fair of like uh, it's probably the best place to be focusing on it. Um, highlights: uh, I thought Poland did really well to hold Spain to a draw. That was uh, impressive, considering it would have been out if it wasn't for that. So that was really good. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Germany Portugal game was fantastic. That was a brilliant game and yeah. ger- showed that you know people have been writing off Germany after one game, even though they lost one 0 to the favourites probably. And people have been saying Germany aren't the team they were. And to be honest, I thought a little bit the same as well. And they came out having gone one 0 down early on, and they came out and showed people that they were still a sort of force to be reckoned with. So I, that was very impressive. Yeah. Um, Hungary as well, holding France, very very impressive. Yeah. So that could be an interesting game yeah. next round. Um, yeah, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. So there's a few bits and pieces, but I, I would say, can I, if I can I go on to, to uh, round three quickly, mm, yeah, say yeah. My, how the, season, uh, the tournament so far was Denmark yesterday. That was after what happened with Ericsson and what happened yeah. in their first game when they should never have the replay it that day. This is the Monday night like, stuff, yeah. yeah. They, should, they were forced into it either that day or the next day and they went for the, that day. It should never have been like that. It should have been like they should have been given yeah. two or three days where they could have yeah. dealt with what the well, Even though Ericsson was okay, was okay in the end, you know, they yeah. should have been able to deal with what happened. Um, for them to get through in such a way with such brilliant goals as well. I mean, he scored some incredible goals in that game, yeah. um, including Andreas Christensen, who, as far as I was aware, was a centre-back, but somehow came up with the most ridiculous shot from 25 yards. That's great, um, And also nice to see Russia out as well after there was incidents of, like, I think their first game of, like, racism and that sort of thing and question marks. And, it, yeah, 
it's, I'm not, it, I'm not a fan of Russia. I, I was so say. happy for the, for the Danes. And the atmosphere in Copenhagen yesterday was amazing. I mean, the atmosphere in that ground was yeah. fantastic. And it's so good to see after, you know, so long yeah. without football. And to be fair, although I'm not sure 60,000 people should be in the stadium, in Hungary it's been really good as well. Yeah. With their games, you know, it's been a really good atmosphere. Fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whether you debatably whether it should be allowed 61,000 fans, although there's talk of Wembley now being allowed that for the semi and final. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the atmosphere is so nice to be the same with the cricket recently it's so nice to have some atmosphere back in games to actually yeah. have like you know some, some crowd noise rather than having nothing or the fake crowd noise of like weird background noise yeah so uh, so Peter's friend Lawrence uh, was with us as well Lawrence what, what have you made of the tournament so far have you enjoyed it what, uh, yeah, what's your I, view I, I, so I have but yeah obviously I think the, the format um Hopefully it will either yeah. get smaller or bigger next time. Yeah, because, uh, I don't no, like. There's no tension in the group stages yeah. uh, with uh, except last with night. It happened there. to be, but in general, there. So, yeah, not, I think it's the same format in USA '94. It's, um, well, I think it's we got is the final also coming for. Is it someone like only third. six teams drop out? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, right, yeah. 20, I think it's ten. I think isn't it? Because it's it's. So it's twenty. So eight. It's only six groups, isn't it? So it is yeah, only eight. Yeah, someone like six or eight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry, it's only six groups, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, but I think it'll be interesting to see whether they go up to 32 next time, which is a large percentage of Europe. We'll go back to the <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I there's a danger too. Back in the team. day, I remember when it was only eight teams. <laughs> I, I think, I yeah, think the, um, them much fun in, if it's like 32 teams, it's literally be like one San Marino are out, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 25, 25th anniversary of Euro 96, and I mean, not that wasn't the only tournament, but the tournaments where you had that, you go top two go into the um, quarters straight away was the best format for a yeah. European competition and with the World Cup you want the extra round yeah mm. but both tournaments are being expanded and it's there's too many rubbish games yeah. you do want it to be a festival of really good football there's going to be some dud games there's always yeah. going to be that I did I also found it really good. amusing the whole kind of like it's the latest goal the best goal ever and the best one it was I thought was was it Patrick Schick in, uh, against Scotland for Czech Republic yeah. where he scored that goal and suddenly BBC are like are like Yes, shortly. Yeah. yeah, we're going to move in shortly. Yeah, yeah. Was, it was like, is that game. the best Euros goal ever? And I'm like, I'm sorry, that it's not even five minutes. That's not even close to uh, Van Basten. How is? How are you even comparing? It was a great chip, but yeah, it's literally the guy was on the touchline and he yeah. volleyed it over the keeper's yeah. head. It was how a is good, it even it was close? A good goal, Van Basten's technically. It's a classic sublime. example of like how it's like today the latest goal is the best goal and that sort of thing yeah, and it's like yeah. this is the best, best is this the best Euros goal ever no Van Basten's will always be the best yeah. Euros goal ever that was an, that was a decent goal a nice chip yeah. the chances it was, are it's, the not goals even, better. it's not even <laughs> probably the best goal of the tournament yeah. in the end when, when it comes down exactly. to it exactly yeah. and Van Basten's was ridiculous I don't I mean I'd be surprised if any goal ever beats that I mean he was literally on the touchline and he volleyed it over the keeper with the swerve that he did. I mean, that was just... You've not scored any of those, uh, no. kicking around Not recently, not since I was at school. <laughs> that must be just me, then. Yeah. I'd just pull something if I did one of those. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'm looking slightly worried here, because actually on Saturday we're, we're playing a boys against uh, parents football match. Yeah. And uh, my son's at home now, sharpening studs, ready to uh, <laughs> yeah. take his dad out. What I'll position just... are you playing? Me? I'm going to sweep him. We were talking about how we are going to play it. And um, and I'm my my aim is to have as many parents as possible on the pitch, mm. so we've got less space like to, to you know it's less room to cover. <laughs> 150 and parents. Just like, um, <laughs> and they were going like, like I like your tactics, and I said, well, you know, the are we Dutch, going fatty or here? Is that what you mean? Well, the, the Dutch invented total football. I'm inventing total chaos. <laughs> 
That's our chance. It sounds like surely you've got about the old, the, all the tricks up your sleeve. You know, you can like the slide tackles and that sort of thing. Davy proper double tackles. You <laughs> a know, proper kind of tackle. Like, yeah, when he when he took two guys yeah. out in the face of like two seconds or whatever. The problem yeah. is, Pete. I'm 54. You got to get close <laughs> enough to actually do the tackle these days. <laughs> well, a quick summary of the, the second round of games. Then, so we had. Group A continued with Turkey nil Wales two. Wales have had a good tournament so far. Turkey had a, Turkey was something. They've had a not so like good. Dark horse, they? They've had a dreadful. Yeah, yeah they're saying they some people's fighting dark horses. Yeah. Well, they were. They were. They were. They were. They unexpectedly were worse than people thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not mainly because I didn't know enough about yeah. their squads. To be honest. <laughs> um, Italy battered Switzerland three 0 Finland lost one 0 to Russia, which was annoying. I wanted Finland to win that one. Not a fan of Russia. Uh, and it was a close game as well. Denmark won Belgium too. Belgium, of course, uh, sorry, Denmark bouncing back from the Ericsson scenario. And they gave it a good game, but they ended up losing. Ukraine 2, North Macedonia 1, and Netherlands 2, Austria 0. I do have to say, sorry, Netherlands Belgium. Yeah, go, go, go. I think they're looking really quite decent, actually. They've got some players, good players all in form. They're warming up nicely, aren't they? I think they've they probably they got are. the best player in the tournament as well, De Bruyne. I mean, I think... I thought I you meant Trossard, sorry. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone better in Europe at the moment than De Bruyne. I mean, he's just... Now I he's back bloody love De Bruyne. De Bruyne, De Bruyne. Even yeah. if he does look no. very like Zinchenko and it's quite like disturbing when they're Yes, it is, together. isn't it? Yeah, I noticed that. I'm quite sure who they are. <laughs> and they rove around both of them, don't they? Yeah. Um, Ukraine, now, now Lawrence, you've got um, half Ukrainian connection, haven't you, I believe? Is that right? Uh, yes, I am. So, so are, I, you've, are you following Ukraine and, and England? Or how's it work? How do you... uh, I think, yes, I'll be, I will support them both, although I, I think Ukraine are out now. So they're not officially, but I yeah, think the yeah, yeah. chances are they'll probably... Yeah, something to do with the third place yeah, position. They're, they're probably going to be one of the, the less good third place finishes, but... Yeah. Yeah, but you've got to win in the tournament. You beat North Macedonia, yeah, no, so at least it, it started know. off very well for Ukraine. It was quite an exciting, you know, if they yeah. won the first game. They've got some good players, and so. Sam, who's who's works in the bar here, he's a West Ham fan. So Yarmolenko, of course, is a, a popular figure That's around here, which is unusual. Absolutely, yes, yeah, fit to play as well. As more beers arrive, we're not going to complain. <laughs> thank you, Meg. You're the best. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> I'm going to get your lager in a sec. All right, thank you. Excellent, I was cheers. thinking you only got an empty glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we don't get many empty glasses around no. here, I'll tell you that for nothing. Uh, yeah, so the, the Group D, of course, was, uh, we mentioned England. The other game was drawn as well. Croatia won, Czechs won. Sweden beat Slovakia 1-0 in the most thrilling game of the tournament. I think <laughs> everyone will agree. Saturday the uh, 19th, Spain-Poland won all. That wasn't much fun either. Hungary-France, you mentioned earlier, Peter. That's a great result for Hungary, and it was uh, the earlier game that day so it made things very interesting Portugal scored really early against Germany and we it thought hello here we go um, Germany came back it all ended in a 4-2 win for Germany everyone's written off the Germans of course they can't win the tournament never, Although, never <laughs> off the Germans ironically well, Portugal scored four of the goals like yeah, yeah it's true yeah <laughs> quite a few own goals in there Sunday the 20th Italy won Wales nil Italy are looking good it's a bit this oh, is the thing, isn't it? They look good, goals. but they're playing poor teams. I know, but goals Nothing and clean around. sheets. Excuse me. Clean I sheets. mean, you know, Italy are like Coming goals from a, and clean sheets. Coming from an English slash Welsh household, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to like, question your use of the word poor teams. Well, Wales, I mean, what do they ever do in the Euros? Oh, yes, they got further than us last time. That's right. No, I mean, in terms of the first two games... Never, never write the Italians. Off. Wales was never. a close game. It was always going to be close because Wales were a good team. Uh, which You're not, right. Including never, never the sending off, off, which I still question whether it was right. Yeah, it was, a bit harsh. It was a bit harsh, I thought, considering there was it been constant the incidents of those things happening where yeah. people just trudging studs on, on foot it wasn't like a, a studs in tackle to yeah. me that was a, a bit harsh on Anthony yeah. and I know I said the whole harsh and yeah. 
Andy Knight if he's listening will comment <laughs> but it's, it's the best the way to sum it up Peter Bingo harsh <laughs> have you said ridiculous today no oh no mate chuck it in later um, at Switzerland beat Turkey 3-1 in the other game against uh, the Dark Horse's whipping boys They're whip- the Dark Horse element is that they were whipping yeah. boys rather yeah. than middling it was an interesting battle yeah. because obviously Switzerland were winning and Wales were losing as a matter of how That's many whether they get the goal yeah. difference up between them but yeah, in time. the end Wales held out by two yeah. goals I think it was in the end at this point of Gould course knows, Gould knows what they meant about that at the brothers kebab exactly. shop in um, Addiscombe <laughs> <laughs> they won't be happy they won't be happy of course around this time Ecuador and, and Caicedo were drawing with Venezuela to all in the copper anyway on to, on to Monday the 21st uh, and we're into the last stage. Like just yesterday. We just met. It's, it is just a slight yesterday. So, of course, just to, to recap, so it's Finland nil, Belgium 2. Belgium qualify very handsomely. Finland miss out. Russia 1, Denmark 4. That Finland, meant, again, haven't technically missed out yet. Yeah, that's they're, true. They're that's third, true. Yeah, they but they are still, bottom of the current third-place teams. So it, I think it requires something like Spain stuffing Slovakia tomorrow yeah. to improve, to make Slovakia's goal difference worse. Yeah. And Scotland, Croatia drawing tonight yeah. for them to have any chance of getting through I think yeah. and, and Russia won Denmark 4 which obviously meant that Denmark who weren't sure they were going to qualify at all having lost the uh, first two games ended up getting into yeah. um, second place even with three points and, and the also, first team to qualify having lost the first two games ever impressive. apparently yeah. and also the first team to win it without actually qualifying so yeah, they've, they've got right, a lot yeah. of stuff to really 1992 <laughs> two, isn't it? Yeah. 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 and also Holland beat uh, North Macedonia was it in the end 2-0 yes, yesterday yeah. and yeah. Uh, Austria, three, uh, three, three, nil, three nil, Austria, yeah. I hate to say it, beat Ukraine, which was quite a surprise yeah. generally. It was regarded as yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. I think thought Ukraine would I'm win. Surprised there. Can I just say about the, about the Netherlands? Um, yeah. And my, my son, I mean, my son's only 10, but he agrees with me that that orange kit is just iconic. It is, isn't it? Forget about the football. How many the how many international iconic. nations play in that colour? I don't know, but it's I just mean, beautiful. It's up there with the Brazil kit. There's few enough at yeah. club level, isn't yeah. there? But in international yeah. level, yeah. Black oh, Holland. Holland. <laughs> yeah, Black Holland and to a certain well, degree Barnet. <laughs> anyway, my, my son's put a bid in for one. He wants one. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Mm. Get one with a Veltman uh, on the back. He's a Brighton fan, isn't he? He is. He's definitely a Brighton fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not niche. exactly the iconic player of the tournament for Holland so far. I've got a Brighton top of the Veltman. Yeah, uh, maybe not not for the podcast, but I'll say <laughs> later how I got it. I won it in a competition on Twitter. Brilliant, fair play, fair play to you. That's good. I find Alden got two goals, didn't he, for uh, for the Netherlands in that game. On to today, Tuesday the twenty second. Of course, we've got the England and come on England, Eng- England checks Croatia Scotland coming up. No other games on today. No, apparently, which is uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm still it's tomorrow. It's the last two games. I yeah, think. yeah. You've yeah, um, had. Two, two nights of two games and two nights of one game or whatever or yeah. one set of games yeah. this week Argentina have beaten Paraguay 1-0 in the Copper I think Messi might have possibly gone on to a record number of caps with that game possibly he's around that level I think um, that brings us up to date any further points so far on the Just Euros question anyone any other thoughts about who's going to win personally I thought France at the start I still think they, I'm still they're going to win France. and if it's I not France I'm going with, with Andy in Italy I think very hard to beat they're unbeaten in three years. They've rarely could see goals at all. And they've somehow learned how to free score as well. Whether they picked too early, this is yeah. the thing, isn't it? England had a bad game. That might be a good thing. Maybe it could precipitate better things later in the tournament. So I, I'd say, yeah, never rule out the Italians. Um, England, just because I'm English. And actually, from what I saw last night, 
Belgium. I yeah. think they might actually be better than we thought they might they be. We thought we were going past the best, weren't we? I'm still not that convinced by Martinez, though. I'm, no, I don't think I, he's the I'm best not, coach. He's a great manager. Mm, I don't know. I think I think he's got them playing. A, I think he's got them playing like a club side. Actually, and that I is a key. That is a key. That's what Southgate's trying to do. I think the other thing so is, got, I think so they've done better a year on year, Yeah, I think Southgate's got them thinking like a club side. He's a yeah. player like one. <laughs> but I think they've got better year on year, Belgium. I yeah. think I'm right in saying they've gone an extra but stage each like, tournament. They have been like first in the world, apparently, for the last three years, despite not winning anything that matters, which is, I always find an interesting one, because surely France are top of the world, because they won the World Cup. I find it very yeah. weird that, you know, it doesn't matter what you were doing in between, as long as you qualify, surely it matters what happens when it comes down to the yeah. tournaments and France won the World Cup so it should be one of the one in the world but yeah, possibly. Got Logan Lawrence who's going to win it any thoughts um, yeah definitely I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see, Bel- like to see Belgium do well um, yeah it's always I think it's very quite, fairly open tournament but I think yeah, France have been strong, strong as well it Could sounds be, like uh, you're a purist favorite. about football you want to see the the great stuff happening in the later stages and the best team win yeah, overall. I did, I, you don't I want like, a Greece uh, scenario. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to see like to see some variety of football. I like to see mm. good, good teams win. So, yeah. Out of interest, did anyone see King Otto? The the story about Otto Rehagel and the Greece uh, Euros win. No. Two things about that. First, it was a really good documentary. It was on I think it was Sky Documentaries. I think really worth a look. It's about an hour and a half long. Um, it's interesting to see how it came about because it didn't start very well for him. Mm. What people forget as well is everyone thinks about the Beckham free kick goal. Some people forget that that was a, to get the draw, not to get the win. Yeah. It was to get because we qualified. People think it's a win in a sense. It was only a draw. The second thing people forget is that was the time he drew with Greece. Greece won that tournament. They'd already, I think they they qualified if they got a draw, didn't they? So they they were happy with the draw. That, that meant they guaranteed to go in and of course they went on to win the tournament I didn't, I'd forgotten that was it? Yeah, it's the same year I'd forgotten as well yeah, yeah which is quite interesting um, I think that covers most of it having a quick look at the Argus to see if there's any exciting new well I suppose the, the interesting news we kind of covered a little bit earlier is I mentioned him proper is that he's off to PSV that's a big oh is Albion. he oh I didn't know that a rumour yeah, 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 I, I think it's more the rumour yeah. he's been seen in Eindhoven today I think hasn't he or whatever, yeah it looks so. like proper is closing in on his PSV return yeah, says the Argus 10 million yeah yeah um, apart from that, not much else to say. Um, we've, we've seen Trossard. We've seen. Have you seen Veltman? I Don't think he came on late no, for the substitute for like ten minutes. Really at one ten point minutes. In the game. Yeah. We haven't yeah. seen White yet, but he is in the 23 for tonight. Yeah. He's not in the starting. Haven't seen Sanchez. Yeah, we haven't seen Sanchez. And I definitely don't think we're going to risk him tomorrow because they're they're uh, yeah. still in like third place currently. So. A bit disappointed, but a lot of it is to do with the fact that um, all the teams that they're representing have not firmed up positions. Apparently ahead of now the called the game. Panther, if the yeah. Spain. So. What? That's what I've been calling him. Seriously? Yeah, apparently. They've <laughs> and they've actually this. adopted it. Seriously? There we go. I'm claiming <laughs> that one. Oh. I've got it. I've got it. Well, Recorded. Have you? Got, have you? Wow, yeah, okay. yeah. It's El, El Pantera. Well, there we go. He looks, like a, pan- he looks like a Panther. He looks like a Panther. listen to your to the uh, Why wouldn't he? Look, podcast. It's probably Luis Enrique. You know, I've, I've heard we've got some some illustrious listeners. Yeah, have to look at the stats. We've got these Spanish listeners. Yeah. First of all, yeah, it's usually the Philippines, isn't it? Seriously, that is brilliant. Apparently, that's what they're calling him. I should get. I should have got that on the back of my shirt. But I've gone for Force Nine on the back of my new shirt, on account of the fact I have absolutely no pretensions of being a striker. But I'm wearing a Brighton top. So to sum up, yeah, Moda and Trossard have both started, and yeah. uh, Moda's obviously been on quite involved as well as, as sub the first game. Yeah. Uh, Sanchez hasn't been involved. White's not been involved. 
Veltman I think had a few minutes of sub for Holland peripheral and Trossard so, yeah Trossard started that game he wasn't very good games. was he in that game but he was he, playing out of position he was out of position he didn't do terribly he didn't do anything wrong but he didn't do anything, anything spectacular either I think it's safe to say he started the move that was, was this now goal for Belgium yesterday which is quite good Yeah. Um, but he didn't do anything spectacular but then they I mean, Finland were literally playing like 10 men behind the ball yeah. all, or 11 men even behind the ball throughout all game Yeah. They, were, they, were, yeah, they defended really well and they did actually a good job but they were literally yeah. defending I mean it wasn't any defending to do for Trossard it was all yeah. you know pushing forward and trying to, to influence but then when you're playing with Azard and and De Bruyne and Lukaku people aren't going to pass to you they're going to pass yeah. to them exactly. and Lukaku's in form yeah, yeah. And Hazard all of a sudden looks like he's back in form, yeah. and you got De Bruyne. But he's fresh, isn't he? Yeah. And you got like the Mertens as well, who didn't play yesterday. Players like that, freshness, like, you know, Tillmans as well. Who's exactly freshness at this stage? Freshness at this stage, especially in the COVID compressed season, is not to be underestimated. If you want to retire early tonight, yeah, Ben White twenty to one first goal. <laughs> 20 to score one. a goal. I think I'd have to just put a lot of money on to retire early. <laughs> <laughs> the sort of money that probably bankrupt you if you got it wrong. It's the kind of full holiday and the prize on my occasion. Early. It might only be by a couple of minutes, but you know. So I've put a hundred grand on Ben White to score a score tonight. Oh, this game is basically it does like. Score for Brian. I've asked him to score. Boys, going to say? We time this perfectly. We're in the we're on the uh, balcony terrace. We're going to move next door inside to watch the game in a minute. We, it's eleven minutes to eight. The game's kicking off in about ten minutes then. We're going to take our beers in. I'm only on my third point, by the way. You might have noticed there was a bit of a sound distortion on the last episode. There was, uh, well, the last one we did in the pub, anyway. Um, that was nothing to do with beer, was it? I wasn't slurring for that reason at all. <laughs> I have, I am only on my third point tonight, so it's actual clarity of thought today. I don't think I'm going to drink too much during the game, um, so we're going to do a, we're going to do an extra afterwards. But ahead of the game. Quick predictions. Uh, well, actually, do you have the team news, Peter? You had it earlier. Yeah, so... Come, come to that in a minute. But in the meantime, predictions for the game. I would say 2-1 England. 2-1 England. Stick. I'm going to go 3-1 England. Lawrence, over to you, sir. What do you, th- uh, what do you reckon? I think because uh, as England don't really... The result doesn't matter so much. I think it's going to be 2 all. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Andy? I, I think... Two one England like Pete, and um, we're going to concede the goal from a free kick. And, and as your is your heart throb going to stop? Brighton. <laughs> I'll just see about the fact we're playing against West Ham, aren't we? Virtually. Uh, well, Spain and England, we've, we've got the same problem as Brighton, haven't we? Just lots of um, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm just hopeful that Greenish yeah. goes on and takes the game by a scruff of the neck, and then basically. Are you going to swoon rather manager, than celebrate if he scores? The manager, the manager just cannot do anything but play him in the next game. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, interesting. Swooning, swooning of foot. I think I'm a, and, yeah. and the team is Peter just well, I mean, to be honest, it's a bit pointless because everyone will know the team by the time they listen to That's it. true, actually. But, but go on, we've said but it. Now. Pickford in goal, <laughs> all expected. Yeah. Um, Walker and Maguire in defence, so yeah. Walker Stones, Maguire Shaw, yeah. Phillips and Rice still in. Saka, the interesting one. Really, yeah, that is. Let's say board, before so no, the game, I'm interested to see how Saka No, no Foden in the squad at all, which suggests he might have got a resting. knock or something like that. Resting him or he's got a knock. He's or, been overused. Um, Saka, Grealish, Sterling. According to this, well, it might be 4-3-3 with Saka a bit deeper. Uh, and then Kane, obviously. Uh, yeah. So sticking with Kane. 23? Just very quickly, sticking with Kane. Do you reckon that's a good move? I do. Yeah, I think, I it is. I think, think he so. needs a goal. He needs to, they, yeah. He's Obviously, well, he's the one... It, England won't win, have any chance of competing and winning the Euros without Kane. Yeah. They have to get him back on form, have to get him back scoring. And today might be an opportunity to do that. And then, you know, hopefully yeah. he'll do it in the knockouts. But yeah, without him, we don't have a goal scorer. So give him some service. The guy yeah. was top scorer at the World Cup. Yeah. There's absolutely exactly. no question they should be starting with you him. You know, at any point he can, he can yeah, make a difference. Exactly. Oh, we've got a penalty, who else would you take? 
We've got him. Yeah. We're actually going live to him in the tunnel right now. Here he is, uh, Harry. Uh, how, how do you reckon you do? You're going to score, aren't you? Yeah, no, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Thank you, Harry. Cheers. Thanks for that. <laughs> right, we're going to move next door. Yeah. So we will have our final part after the game. Stay tuned for that. Until later. Right, here we are post-match. I'm at Seven Sisters Station. Made my way back on my own. No Peter, no Lawrence, no Andy Bravery. They've all departed. Thank you to them for the podcast. England have won again. 1-0. Two goals, seven points. That doesn't seem to add up, does it? But it is true. We've got seven points. We've finished top of the group. We are yet to find out who our opponents will be. It depends on other results in the forthcoming games. But as we stand, Tuesday evening, we are through. Scotland are out. They've lost. Despite pulling back to one all. they ended up losing 3-1 to Croatia. Croatia somehow finishing second, despite being very, very unimpressive. They finished second in their group, so in the group, so they've um, they've qualified, and Scotland have missed out, unfortunately for them. Um, that there's not much more to say really. Raheem Sterling got the gold again, had a good game. Jack Grealish, slippery Jack, Peter's favourite. He was involved. Um, there was a good bit of build-up play. It eventually dropped out wide to the left. Greenish, couple of good touches, bit of swivel, bit of movement. Chipped it in with his left foot. Um, Saka drew one of the defenders off. And that left Sterling free at the far post. Headed it in, 1-0. Uh, I think it was something like 13 minutes into the game. Uh, we thought there might be more to play, uh, to play out in this narrative. But that was it. It ended 1-0. We're pretty happy. We had quite a few beers. We enjoyed ourselves. It was a good evening. And ultimately, England are into the next round. Um, I think, basically, um, having qualified as group winners, we play on Tuesday of next week. I'm not completely sure, but I do think that means that Mason Mount uh, and and, uh, Chilwell as well may be available for that match that's yet to be confirmed but however as the train arrives on the platform opposite sorry about the noise um in review i think we played well we did what we needed to do we got the job done we weren't spectacular but we were efficient it's a bit like the croatia game really to be honest not just in the fact it was a one nil win but in the general play the way we approached the game the way we, we we played it out we managed it i think quite well um we did play Kane, as we saw in the team lineup, and I think it worked well. He's finding his feet, he's finding his way back into the competition, I think. And I think it is important we, that we did play him, and I think it's important that we did give him time. Because if we are to go through several stages of this competition into the, the very late points of the, of the competition, we're going to need players like him to have had time to get back into the zone and to be in their best form. I'm not complaining. I think I think it's fine. I think it's fine for that to be played out as it has been. And anyway, we had a good night. We had some fantastic food as usual. The Gladstone Arms is always excellent. Can't recommend it enough. The football was functional. It was decent. It was a good result. It was a reasonable performance. And we can relax and enjoy the rest of it now. And we move on to the next one. We're doing another podcast, same time next week. We're going to meet up 
Um, late afternoon next Tuesday, we'll be doing another one of these um, with a summary of the rest of the Euros. One or two more matches still to be settled. The early stages of the last 16 and a preview followed by a review of the England game. Uh, our last 16 opponents yet to be confirmed, whoever they are, they should be warned. We haven't got into our strides yet. We could go all the way. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe. In the meantime, I'm going to sign out in the usual way. Albion related by saying, stand or fall, up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.